0: Hashtag shaking, not scared recordings. Hashtag. (laughs) Hashtag Hashtag claws.
1: Hashtag ain't no laws when you're drinking (laughs) (laughs) claws. Welcome back to the Shaking Out Scared podcast. Here with you, as always, your hosts Eric and BB. Today, we're going to be talking about the 2015 film, The Funhouse Massacre, directed by Andy Palmer. But before we get into that, how are you, BB?
2: I am super excited because once again, we have a guest. Yes, Yay. we have
1: Joe finally on. Yes. Hey, <laughs> what's up, guys?
2: <laughs> hey, do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast and what you're doing over there?
0: Definitely. No, I'm so excited to be on this. Uh, I feel like a long time in the making, but I have a podcast, Flyer State of Fear. I actually have two podcasts, Flyer State of Fear. <laughs> and Fear and Eric and Vivi have been on Flyover State of Fear and it's kind of like all other par- horror podcasts in a sense. I have guests on and I like to learn about the guests' horror interests and origin stories and then we dive deep into whatever movie they have picked, typically ho- or hopefully something they've uh, mean something to them or they've wanted to revisit and just have like a fun chat. It's a uh, very loose, very organic chat and uh, really enjoy it and then you could check out our other podcast where it's just four best friends kind of goofing around for an hour and a half and just- <laughs> (laughs) generally around a movie and some fun games and topics
1: (laughs) yeah it's a great old time i like listening
0: to your show oh thank you so much yeah i uh i'm a fan of your show so i'm uh really happy
2: (laughs)
1: this is fun yeah we were actually just talking about you earlier i was like it's it's so fun when we meet other people who are in the space just people who are i feel like intimidating like when i think about certain podcasts i'm like oh man like it'd be so tough to go on there because they know so many names and like a ton about horror and then there are people who are just like they know a ton like yourself i I feel like you know so many different facts about horror (laughs) but then it's also like a good time because it's just chilled and like like, you know, you don't really feel that intimidation.
0: Oh, I appreciate it. And I feel the same way in the horror space because I'm like, or at least I guess, in the, like, yeah, I know a lot of my movies. And I dove into this podcasting because they, they interest me. And I think horror movies were the most interesting to talk about. But I know shit. I know nothing. I know, like, the surface <laughs> level where people are like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, extremist uh, impressionism horrors. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, no, it's always a blast. And, yeah, it, it can be intimidating. But I have found that most people like... Like, at least the guests have had a wide variety. I'm like, once you break the barriers, hopefully everyone has a fun time. But yeah, it's going to happen. I keep saying, I'm like, 20. Seven episodes
1: into my show. I'm like, one day I'm gonna have a bad guest. And it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Same here. I feel like everyone we've had on has been it has been pretty fun.
2: fun. Yeah. yeah. So let's keep yeah. it that way.
1: Do you wanna talk about creepy content? What do you have? What have you been watching? What have you been reading?
0: Yeah. So I actually, weirdly enough, I just watched the movie we originally picked for this podcast, The Poughkeepsie Tapes, and a little too intense, wasn't like my favorite and i'm glad we pivoted we talked about that kind of in the pre-show and i feel like it's the last horror movie i watched i watched about like a week ago and other than that you know haven't picked anything up too creepy recently oh wait i have a note here. i did recently finish resident evil 2 the remaster for ps4 yes that was really fun
1: does it live up to the old hype Yeah,
0: I I played it like once on my N64 like years and years ago but no, I had a good time playing. I was looking for a horror game that wasn't like too hard and that was like the perfect level and probably take a break and then I recently got, I was at Goodwill and I found this perfect 8 inch monitor that is like perfect LCD screen. It was $15 so now when I have TV on, I have that up and I've been playing (laughs) a lot of GameCube and I think I'm going to start up Resident Evil 4, the 2 disc because that's like my favorite game of all time but especially when it was on GameCube. So I think I'm going boot put that up again but i'm terrible with video games where i like <laughs> you know i start like two missions and then i move on to something else <laughs> so am i
1: yeah we picked up the first one a few months back and we'd even said that maybe we'd stream it but yeah it's one of those things especially resident evil it's like you can't really walk away because there's so many puzzles that if you do you forget what happens and you're like mm-hmm. oh, i'm gonna have to start all over i'll play again later yeah. when i have the time In save points oh yes yeah. so you're
0: not like oh okay i'll just save now and pick it up later like i have <laughs> to go to the next spot and save for that typewriter and i don't have health
1: <laughs> i don't have enough floppy disks for yeah. saying
0: what about creepy content for you guys
2: Do you have creepy content?
1: I don't. I feel like we've just been so all over the place. Yeah. Every time we've gotten to like creepy and comfort, we just skip it lately because we're like, the creepiness is how long it's taking us to get a house. (laughs) Cool. I
0: told the scares. (laughs) gotcha. I'll you know what, for creepy content, I'll add the the Mets bullpen seems very creepy and that's my comfort (laughs) content right now. Baseball started, so. The
1: creepiness for us is that we don't even like sports and everyone's talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: mute me on Twitter right now.
2: Do you have any? I've just been trying to squeeze in season two of Kirk films that's now on Shutter. I don't know if you've heard of it.
0: Yeah, no, I've been meaning to dive into that. It's been like a little too late at night for me to start anything creepy when I wanted to get to that. Season one, do you ever check out when they did the same documentaries, but on E?
2: No, I haven't seen the E one. I only
0: bring this up because I've been wanting to talk about this like on podcasts at some point. So when we were around high school era, probably around, they did all of those cursed films, at least Exorcist, Poltergeist. They had like a three or four hour doc. I thought it was better than the cursed ones, but it was on oh. E of all places. So I <laughs> want to check out season two also, VV. I don't know. Yeah. Are they Has it been good?
2: So I definitely think they got a production boost from season one to season two. The episodes mm-hmm. are longer now and they're doing the thing that I hate that streaming services do where they release one episode a week. Oh, Give me the whole thing at once. streaming for a reason. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Especially Shudder. Yeah,
2: but it's a good time.
0: I want to watch this episode specifically my um my brother-in-law i don't know if you guys are fans of like tim and eric stuff they have a show called on cinema and there's a guy doing a bit it's like a goof like weird movie comedy thing the guy who runs it got hired to be one of the talking heads on cursed films and as a wizard of oz expert and apparently he's just playing a character doing this and he was hired in cursed films they didn't realize it when they hired him oh my god
1: that's crazy yeah
0: it's really funny but i'm like i want to see it because i'll know i don't know the show as well as my brother-in-law but i don't want to watch it
1: <laughs> so you're saying that we all have a chance to be on chris Jones. you just fake yeah, it till you make yeah, it yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah just listen you need a podcast you need a couple podcasters for your show just to just fake it i'm in <laughs> doing this whole time
1: i'm surprised we're not faking it right now <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have for comfort content do we have any
2: i just watch bob's burgers all day every day in preparation oh, yeah. for the movie coming out in may
1: you really do it's like to the point where i just associate lunch and eating with bob's burgers because she always puts it on the side with her phone
2: <laughs> <I> really
1: <laughs> can't wait for the movie though yeah. my mother is linda
2: oh my god that's <laughs> hilarious. like she was her
0: she was her for halloween and she looks and sounds like linda that is uh, hilarious. Acts like linda
1: you need to uh, share that one day
0: i'll, I'll text you the photo <laughs> yeah i love bob's burgers they have a great halloween episodes too they have yeah. great holiday episodes
1: i wish yeah. they would pocket them like a playlist that'd be great
2: kind of like how disney plus puts all the uh treehouse of horror in one for
1: halloween yeah they need that'd to learn Yeah, Yeah, I'd love that. Do you have any comfort content, Joe?
0: I just like uh, baseball started. It's my wife and I just come home there's always something on to watch you know and play on your phone or video games and just background so that's comfort for me the Mets are on and then anger when (laughs) when the inevitable happens but discomfort content
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, yes
0: but yeah definitely um, you know definitely comfort content is just that and then uh, actually weirdly enough my spoken of the movies I've been making a conscious effort to actually watch the physical media I have instead of just streaming so Mm -hmm. I've been like randomly going to wall and going, great, let's watch Halloween, you know, on physical instead of searching for streaming. So that's actually been comforting. I've been doing that the last couple months.
1: I feel that. Yeah, because we recently started to do that too, like physical medium. Because I feel like there's more magic in just being like, let's pick up the actual movie. We picked up vinyl records recently too. And it's kind of yeah. cool to like have the music on. And we're like just sitting there like drinking our wine and we're, like, hmm. I really feel the, the fire in Jerry's <laughs> eyes when the records and
0: happens. wine go together <laughs> really nicely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, our cat Elvira is just like out because the sounds are weird <laughs> i have to share that video i tried it on discord but it was too big the file she's insane yeah she is but she vibes with the music a little bit the only comfort content i have lately is i really like anime and i finished hunter hunter finally and i started a new one called toradora it's not as intense and it's actually more like a romantic slice of life comedy type anime i love anime like that where it's
2: Super
0: dramatic. Super dramatic, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to give me some recommendations. I'm terrible with anime. <laughs> oh, there's
1: plenty of horror anime out
0: there if you have
2: oh,
1: so a lot Oh, there's so much. Yeah, Tech on Titan so. it's one that comes oh, yeah.
0: immediately. Hell yeah. I think the only anime that, and it's not even I know it's not anime to the purists, but as I've ever delved into is the uh is Avatar. Oh hey, we love Avatar. That is totally anime. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I have a friend yeah. who's like, it's not, but it's the best show ever.
1: I'm like, okay, yeah. it's it is great. Anime to me. <laughs> All right. We didn't come up with a drink for today, but it's also a pretty hard movie to come up with a drink for. It's kind kind of like those anthology styles where there's a lot of just different themes in the film I'm oh, sure yes. maybe we could have made like yeah. a clown or like funhouse drink but yeah. given how chaotic things are I think we all kind of came to the consensus that a beer is okay we don't have a theme beer either so we're all just drinking whatever <laughs>
0: yeah I mean I think I thought about it today and it's definitely hard to find so this movie reminds me a lot of like the feels around Halloween and like those perfect so maybe just a pumpkin like Oktoberfest beer would have sufficed it's April I don't know I, mean, I have a white claw and a Guinness in my. <laughs> i don't know that but
1: (laughs) yeah i'd agree with that
0: i I actually the one guinness bottle in there i bought from when we originally record on saint
1: patrick's day (laughs) (laughs) and it's just been there
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i didn't feel like that right now
1: yeah we're drinking just regular stuff i think we've brought everyday ipa revolution on the show before right
2: don't know but they are very popular in chicago both these beers lagunitas and revolution
0: i love lagunitas
2: oh nice
1: you've had
0: it yeah no good that's a good beer
1: Cool. So we won't rate them. I'm sorry, listeners, if you were just so excited for a Funhouse Massacre beer or drink. But just find something else and get ready for the wild ride that is the rest of this movie. it <laughs> is wild. All right, so let's get into fun facts. Joe, you had a ton of knowledge on this movie, so take it Yeah, right.
0: I do love this movie. I actually have the poster signed by the the cast or the writer uh-huh. and uh, the two writers, which are Bumblebee Girl and the deputy are married and they wrote the movie. Oh, oh really? Like, yeah. I like kind of followed this movie and it's like, I don't want to say uh, Inception, but I followed the guy who wrote it, the guy who wrote it it had a podcast in like 2014 or 15 or so i was watching listeners podcast a lot him and his wife the bumblebee uh lori and uh deputy uh always want to see Dewey, but it's it's, yeah it's like like a
2: spoof yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: doyle their husband and wife and they wrote the movie together and it's like their love letter to this genre of filmmaking with All the references and over the top. So I kind of came in with like a heavy knowledge of it. And actually I like have the poster up behind me. I actually didn't have it in this room. And then when I went recently to my parents' house because we're talking about it, I was like, I have that. And it's signed. (laughs) To promote it, he was like, Oh, like if you know you send me your ticket stub, I'll send you guys the first 15 a mailer. And I was fortunate where the screened in 20 screens and it was near my house. I still felt really bad of my Twitter exchange because I tweeted about it. (laughs) And the guy's really nice, Ben Bagley and Renee Dorian, and I was like, you love the movie, like, went to the screening, and he was like, oh, how many people were at the screening? And oh, yeah. it was, like, a Tuesday night. I mean, like, really, late. And I think there was maybe five, and I was like, oh, like... Th- 13, because I didn't feel <laughs> like, I felt like it was like, didn't, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to say five, so yeah. I said 13, and then he was like, oh, okay, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, I get it, probably not, yeah. not what you wanted to hear, but. um so should I have just said you. Yeah, this, just me, private theater.
2: <laughs> I rented it out.
0: Yeah, so I definitely really enjoy this movie, but some fun facts, what do we got? Um, this was shot at a real haunted ha- uh, theme park in Ohio called uh, Land of Illusions. Oh,
1: I've heard of that. In uh, oh, really? Ohio. Yeah.
0: yeah, and they did the whole set on that plot. Like, the police station was filmed in their production office. Almost every scene except for, like, one or two of them. I even think the... Where we start with the insane asylum. Like, they filmed that there. So, uh, really cool and, like, neat for, like, especially, like, an indie. Like, it sounds like they really maximize their budget. They use as little CGI as possible. And I feel like that shows, like, just a few things that were enhanced by CG.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask. There's CG in this? Other than, like, that giant moon by the police... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so... Yeah. Clearly, like, fake.
0: (laughs) That yeah I think when the he's getting um burned by the steam rollers the cgs coming off of that I did listen to the they did like a watch along commentary so I I did that today while I was working and I did pick up on do you remember when the face is getting smushed into the chain link fence and the eyeball pops yeah yeah the eyeball was added in but the the smush is practical and um Robert Kurtzman did practical effects which I did not know and thought was really really neat because he did the original Freddy Krueger design
1: yeah all the uh practical effects I feel like her as much as like this movie feels like it's what bc whatever you want to call yeah, it's
0: it a, it's a like b movie i would say yeah. indie horror b movie all of
1: the special effects are so gruesome it's so and good yeah
0: and i think for the most part like what i really like about it too is like none of the actors seem like like all the actors are doing a really good job in a lot of the movies that have this level like there's always like one or two that are like i'm like mm, not <sighs> not in there not great even though i like the movie so i always give props to that and then my other fun fact is uh a lot of the villains and like how they set it up were you mentioned earlier comic book they were inspired by Batman and uh, like Arkham.
1: Oh, you yeah. can tell, like
0: totally. Yeah. they weren't
1: even subtle, like Quinn,
2: Quinn. Yeah, because
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, the doll face is literally supposed to be Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but and like Rocco, Rocco, yes, yeah, is Bane basically? Yeah.
1: There's literally,
2: uh, literally, a uh, yeah. I, at in the my end. notes,
1: but like he gets Batmaned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he
2: does. Oh yeah, he does.
0: Um and uh they cuz they mentioned it a lot in that commentary too of like Ben Bagley who like was the one who had the podcast and stuff at the time was like he's written as the what's his name, the Doctor Who kid. Oh, like really? that's Doyle's voice in real life. And I, I thought it was really funny. I don't know if this is under fun facts or not, but like when the two the when Laurie and him the Doctor Who like get the kiss, like that's his wife in real life. <laughs> and apparently she was very like Oh Finally, I get to, like, kiss someone on camera, like, because he's, I guess, been more of a working actor (laughs) or like in movies and shows. I should say that um, he got to make out with women and she was like, my turn. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah That's nice. awesome. yeah, you, yeah. You might as well get back
2: right
0: yeah and he was apparently he was the one being like no give them more passion <laughs> <laughs> so uh it seemed like from what i understood of like everything it seemed like a really like uh fun set and to me that always like comes off on mm-hmm. this movie
1: yeah there are movies that are i feel like are like of this caliber that seemed too forced. It's like either they were trying to do way too much, or not enough. Like it's like there's things in here that are like, yeah, you could tell it was 2015, right? Yeah, I don't
0: think everything works, you know, or aged great. But <laughs> overall, like, I would put this in like a comfort horror for me. Overall, like, yeah. I look forward to Halloween time, and I like, get like that mood. Like it was weird today watching it uh, <laughs> and having like the windows open, and it's spring, and I'm like, ooh, do we have the pumpkin like alcohol out? And we want dress up in costumes
1: yeah i was talking about it and comparing it to like beast of bray road i don't know if you ever watched that no i'm not familiar the with that one that's one, do not but, watch it yeah no, don't <laughs> yeah there are be movies that are like oh man this is definitely not a rewatchable movie and no. i watched this movie twice i wasn't bored the second time oh good no it's yeah. fun
0: yeah like i said it's not i know it's not uh we'll get into every aspect of it but and uh, i'm glad it that's the vibe it was because i'm like it's a good movie and what i like about it too is like uh, my podcast i did mention like my wife can't do horror movies but this was one and one where i'm like no like it's a little gruesome but you look away and you, you'll enjoy <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, like the humor and everything else blends itself yeah. well as a good horror comedy. And um, oh, it's
1: not a little gruesome. I feel like there are be movies that don't do well with the like the special effects. Not <laughs> But this movie goes like the whole. I meant
0: like you could look away and be like <laughs> turn around.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I guess I always find like the cartoon violence. I'm like it's not too bad, and then I rewatch. I'm like oh it's fucking
1: bad. It's, like, <laughs> All right, cool. To get us into it, are you ready, Joe, for the one minute speed run? I've been practicing this in the shower.
2: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> kind of, in my head at least, so it's going to come out completely just dog shit, but let's do it. On three.
1: One, two, three, go.
0: All right, so we meet uh, a Stitch Face, a girl walking up to the insane asylum, and we get to see Robert England, and he introduces all these crazy criminals, and then he dies. Then we see a bunch of diner kids, and they're like, we're shutting down, we get a really gross scene with some steaks, and then juxtaposition to... Uh, these insane, uh, inmates or, uh, serial killers taking over a fun house attraction while these diner kids are going to the fun house and they're walking through and there's kids walking around, not paying attention on phones. There's a bunch of disgusting shit. And then they all realize it's real. And then they get back to the diner. I'm not thinking go back to the diner. The diner kids then realize it's real and they fight back. But there's also at the same time, there's a, a cop and a deputy going around and the cop is a uh, very tough as nails and she's kind of figuring it out. And we turn out there's some, some more deaths and then we turn out that actually the cop is related to the cult leader. And, uh, and, uh, uh, uh and then, uh, and then there's a showdown and we think everyone's dead, but then stitch face comes back. Who's the killer clown.
1: Done. And,
2: uh <laughs> That oh, was pretty that's good.
1: <laughs> I, I uh, <laughs> Would yeah, you say that's... that you won? Were you done? <laughs>
2: he totally won. Yeah?
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. I think that was gibberish.
1: <laughs> Suddenly Sitchface came back. I didn't even know she was dead.
2: <laughs> they faked her death. They totally <laughs> did.
0: Well, did you? Uh, there's an after credit, like a post mm-hmm. yeah. post post credit one too. Oh, oh a post there? post? Yeah, like oh. the end of the credits. We saw
2: oh, where she comes out of the ambulance.
0: Yeah, there's a little tag at the end of the movie too.
1: What? Oh, we missed it. Yeah, we have to watch it right after this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's, what's his name? Uh, The clown, the big guy. uh, Rocco. Rocco. He, uh, the body bags are all, there's a ton of body bags lined up and it just kind of like, there's one extra large one and the bag just kind of like shimmies. Oh, cool. man. And then like it it ends, but yeah, the Stitch Face kind of tag on it. So yeah, no, that was like looking forward to the speed run. Like I said, I'm a fan. I I listen to (laughs) generally every episode of your show. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to nail this speed run. Or I was to rephrase that. I was hoping to nail (laughs) the
1: speed run. I'd say he won, right? I would say so. Unless you we still win? want to take a
0: shot anyway. Uh, I, let me go get it. I'll take a shot. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, perfectly themed. <laughs> I got pumpkin. Oh, sick. Oh, it's cool. cool. I think I've seen that bottle before. Is it good? Yeah, it's sweet. You put it on ice and it's mixed as well,
1: like sodas and stuff. Oh, sweet. Vivi's not taking a shot because she's taking Zyrtec because it's allergy season. Uh, ah, yeah,
2: yeah, totally
0: get that. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.
2: Okay. I'll just sip my beer.
0: Yeah, allergies <laughs> have been terrible. Ooh, All right. <sighs> even if I won it doing a
1: shot with you guys is winning so <laughs> down for me yeah you did great though you, you did way better than I could ever dream to do because I'm surprised I have a podcast to formulate <laughs> thoughts and put them in order this is why we have time. heavy editing yeah. yeah but now that you're done with the speed run do you want to talk about what the internet says this movie's about
2: sure do you have a phone because mine is charging I don't
1: have a phone ever <laughs> Just kidding funhouse massacre massacre sounds so much more intense in spanish than massacre massacre all right. all right here we go
2: six of the world's scariest psychopaths escape from the local asylum and proceed to unleash terror on the unsuspecting crowd of a halloween funhouse whose themed maze are inspired by their various reigns of terror and it is rated a 5.2
1: that was surprising yeah when i saw that it was rated a 5.2 i was like we have seen literally like critically acclaimed movies get a three or a four. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: Maybe it got didn't get, like, review bombed. Like, I feel like those critically acclaimed movies get review bombed. Mm. It's IMDb, right? Mm-hmm. True, yeah. Yeah, There's I don't a... trust IMDb's ratings.
1: They're, like, <laughs> two, like, too, you could go in and manipulate them. Yeah, yeah it's plus minus, like, three, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's only 3,800 reviews, so I see that. I feel that. Like, if not enough people watched it. Like, thousands
2: it. of thousands of reviews, yeah. We
1: just mentioned it on our Discord, and I think people were like, oh, yeah, I just barely heard about this from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Uh,
0: it definitely is under the radar. Ri- it's definitely become my like one of like recommendation of like, are you looking for something? And, you know, and it's in that like list. It's like this and satanic panic.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is yeah.
0: also has the same tone, I feel like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so diving into the Funhouse Massacre, it's Halloween night and we see a mysterious woman approaching the Statesville Mental Hospital. She rings the doorbell and a security guard inside says it's too late for visitors. But she says she had an appointment with Warning Kane and missed it because of traffic. I feel that. <laughs> the security guard zooms in on her chest and we hear another man recognize her as Mrs. Quinn and lets her in. It's Robert England playing Warden Kane and he yells at the security guard saying they've already got a close eye on them and he's making it worse by sexually harassing the journalist.
2: What a surprise. Did not expect <laughs> him to be in this movie. I thought he was <laughs> going to have a more prominent sure. role though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think they got him for like
0: two days or some shit. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I love him so much.
0: Oh, yeah. He owns it. Oh, yeah. He owns the role. I covered a movie on uh, Fear where he was like, they like played like a guy who could let loose who wasn't Freddy. It was called Jack Brooks. And it reminded me of this movie where like he owned what he was in.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I wonder if that comes from pressure of like, we watched a documentary and where he talks about like, I'm not just Freddy Krueger. Like, I have, he is, yeah. He's like, I am an (laughs) actor. And I think he's
2: getting a documentary on Shudder. Oh, I can't
1: wait for it that
2: yeah. i could be wrong could be another network but he is getting yeah. a documentary
1: good they replay his audio don't they at the end do
2: they i don't remember i don't, uh, know.
0: I don't know i've seen this movie a ton and i haven't if they uh-huh. do i haven't noticed
1: or maybe i'm thinking of jawbreaker you're thinking of jawbreaker <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly they should have they should have put judy greer is a saying, different actor <laughs> judy Greer's not judy.
0: now that's an idea when they remake <laughs> Freddy, we bring back judy greer and she's Freddy Krueger, though.
1: <laughs> and it's Robert England running from Judy Greer. Oh,
0: ah, yeah. i love
2: that. I'd watch that. Yeah,
0: Better than the Halloween movie she's in. <laughs> Well, she's dead now, so she
2: can. I know, she can exactly. jump franchises.
0: God, Judy Greer's Freddy is so much better than anything anyone's <laughs> gonna come up with.
1: <laughs> Mrs. Quinn enters, and the two of them just stare at her. But she's like, y'all okay? I don't bite. Kane says they're fine, and she asks if she can record their walkthrough. But Kane is definitely like a shady character. He's like, yeah, 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 like all the bells and whistles, let's do it. But also, can we get off the record and let me tell you some fucked up shit. Kane asks if anyone's warned her about the place before they get started, and she says she doesn't scare easily. He responds saying there are people in there that even God is afraid of. Like, yo, chill.
2: That it was a very good dramatic line, though.
1: <laughs> it was, it is yeah. a good line. But when we met the people, I was like, all right, well, there's more fucked up people out there.
0: It's like <laughs> this um this asylum is just like con air, but just for horror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that like these are all the killers and this is what they're doing. And we get the exposition.
1: They start the walkthrough and she says she's surprised they've managed to keep the place a secret for so long. Kane says it's because most of the jobs left the area and so did the people. So no one is looking for it in the middle of nowhere. She asks why the secrecy and says other facilities for the Kremlin insane exist and let them go on trial. She questions their rights and Kane just says they're monsters and terrorists. He says that Dahmer and Gacy might have gotten all the press, but these are the ones people whisper about around the campfire.
2: I do like that he tries to say these aren't your run of the mill like true crime psychopaths, and then they literally are like Ed Gein and like <laughs> just, every
0: serial killer. <laughs> just transplants. Yeah. And I, I I noticed this time like taking notes for it, I was like, oh, everyone's story is like their work put them in here. Yeah,
2: <laughs> hmm. relatable.
1: It's almost more depressing when they go into. The those maze and they're just like this isn't even like the right tool set what the fuck (laughs) yeah i love that i love that (laughs) joke she responds so would killing them be the answer kane says off the record and she turns off her record kane says if he didn't have people looking over his shoulder he'd put a bullet in each of their heads foreshadowing they enter a room that they call Supermax. Supermax is not impressive. Also it's also not very guarded.
0: Psycho yeah. like synonym. That's not a word.
1: <laughs> but it doesn't look very supermaxy. When they start the tour of all the people they've been talking about, he opens the first door window and introduces Jeffrey Ramsey's, or Animal the Cannibal. We see a man eating out of a can of soup with a scar on his eye as Kane continues saying he was a famous chef whose flank steak was to die for. But it turned out he was serving customers to customers.
2: Is this a joke on Gordon Ramsey?
1: Oh, possibly. Oh. His last name's <laughs> Ramsey, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) We see Jeffrey in the kitchen, cutting up fingers and putting them into his soup. He says the scars from one of the meals that fought back. And we see a woman scream for her life. I thought this next scene is hilarious because she's trapped to the table with saran wrap. Like, saran wrap is not restricting. How much... (laughs) Well, it's like Dexter
0: uses saran wrap, but this was so loose that they broke free.
1: It looks like just one layer of saran wrap. And he's just like, it's It's fine. She's completely covered in saran wrap on a table and gets a hold of a fork stabbing Jeffrey in the eye. He says the board of directors from the restaurant, they don't want people to find out he was serving people. So they arranged for him to disappear. Every situation of these two is just like, they didn't want anybody to know. So they just made them disappear. Put them in here. Yeah. (laughs) They go to the next door and we meet Bradford Young. Kane says he was a dentist that believed not every tooth could be saved. we see Bradford with a patient forcing a drill straight through the guy's mouth and out the back of his head. Quinn goes to a third door and we meet Walter Harris or the taxidermist. We get shots of Walter putting the head of a woman onto a propped up body saying she's going to make someone a real nice wife. That? The first time I didn't really like get that joke and then the second time I was like oh my god like you're saying he's going to have a sex doll?
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's gross.
1: That's disgusting.
0: It's played by uh Clint Howard too.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is funny because he has played a horror like I would say D movie icon in the Ice Cream Man.
1: Oh Oh yeah. yeah. Kane opens the fourth door and we meet Rocco the clown. Quinn says he's a big boy as Kane explains he broke three of his guards' arms and that he was an underground wrestler and was accidentally killing people in the ring. I was like, accidentally. Because we get views of him killing people, and I was like, that, yeah. that looks definitely. Nobody
2: purposeful. noticed that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that the actor, that like, whoever they got for that, is so like
0: imposing and like perfect for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That role. He's broken. And uh I think the um commentary, the director said why he has those scars in his eye, like in his face the diamonds his idea backstory was like he'd cut them in and they're just scarred over time before matches cuz some wrestlers those will like use little razor blades to nick themselves mm,
2: shit that's intense yeah
0: yeah so i was like oh i like that little knowledge now
1: yeah we see rocco breaking necks and literally punch a guy's face off onto a woman's lap and <laughs> she screams and people in the background are cheering i love how much the commentary on this movie is just like people are so fucked up they don't give a shit if yeah. people are actually dying yeah he says his manager spun it that he was retiring so he could go out undefeated. Like, it matters. Like, he was literally killing people. I don't. Think but that his career
2: still matters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: They could have decided two deaths to go or maybe at the first death. Like, yeah. Maybe the first one, yeah. yeah. Last, we meet Manuel Dyer, or Manny the Prophet. Quinn says he's responsible for the largest mass suicide in history and says they tried to cover it up as a giant building fire. Kane's like, yeah, sure, a fire that no one tried to escape from. We get shots of people in white cloaks. Manuel stands at the front with a little girl and says that Jesus told him that this was the way to sit beside God and ask for him to burn away their sins, they light a match and watch as a woman burns. Quinn stares at him while he stares back, smiling, and she almost faints. Kane catches her and she says she needs a break. They walk off to Kane's office and she apologizes that she got a little overwhelmed. He says she shouldn't feel ashamed, but stops mid speech as she starts to take her blazer off and says it's getting hot. It's funny because Kane was like, Don't sexually harass the reporter, but he's also like, mm.
2: But let the reporter sexually harass you.
1: <laughs> and then, he, yeah,
0: and then like a scene where he's just like, Oh, you're such a tease.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't even know if she's
1: teasing. No, she literally <laughs> walked away after kissing me and went and grabbed her keys. She stands up and says it must be horrible working with them and starts climbing on top of him seductively. He's like, Miss Quinn, what's going on? But she shuts him up and says she has a fetish for men with bow ties.
2: That's a specific one, but OK.
1: <laughs> is that a Doctor Who? Re- another Doctor Who reference? Is no. it? <laughs> um,
0: I do want to call one thing we we haven't mentioned that Stitch Face or what's her name? Quinn in there. The wig. It is so bad. Oh, my
2: yeah. God. Yes. Yeah. I was waiting until we got to her pulling <laughs> off the wig.
0: I was like, oh, I hope the wig's because it's, it's like. It's distracting. We it if it I'm out, Robert yeah. England, I'm going. <laughs> so oh, what's with this? <laughs> well, a pretty lady, but like, uh, she <laughs> barely put on a wig.
1: It's so bad.
2: It is bad. And then the, she takes it off just to have an even bigger wig underneath. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> okay. She kisses him and she walks off pulling a wire out of her bra. As Kane says, she's a tease. She grabs a small metal bar with a chain from her bag and hooks it to the wire. I thought she like hooked a key. or something like that to the wire and that's how it's stabbed because the way his neck explodes it's like he was stabbed by something Yeah, yeah.
0: I think they said it it was supposed to be like a slower one and the prosthetic just kind of (laughs) like burst yeah and they're like fine that's the vibe they're going for yeah
1: Yeah. it like immediately bursts yeah it sprays blood everywhere
2: but definitely sets the tone for the rest of this movie yeah
1: (laughs) she goes around the back of his chair and puts the wire around his neck suddenly pulling back and ripping at Kane's neck he reaches back for her as blood spills out and she asks if it's too tight as she twists the metal bar putting more and more pressure on the wire so he's dead and she screams for help waiting by the door a guard comes in as she stabs him in the leg and neck before taking his gun and walking out to the lobby to shoot the guard at the front desk from earlier she goes around the desk and starts beating his head in with a nightstick while saying some chant about a baby like liking to pound, pound, pound. She gets more aggressive by the end and takes her wig off. The wig falls onto the desk and we pan to the security cams as she releases all of the doors letting the prisoners out. We pan back to Quinn, putting on white makeup and using blood for the red on her nose. She took her wig off to put on an even bigger wig and now looks more like Harley Quinn-esque. I love yeah. that
0: you mentioned that she has a bigger wig because it's, it's like wig to wig. That one's a better, <laughs> like looks like hair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> (laughs) She says, Daddy, as we see Manuel enter the room, they hug and walk off together. We get the title card for the film and start at a crime scene at a motel. The sheriff shows up and gets briefed by a cop who says the victim was found by the cleaning staff 30 minutes before they arrived. We just played Hunt a Killer, Mm -hmm. the motel one. right at the motels. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, okay, so this is just like that. That's (laughs) how he's treating the crime scene, yeah. yeah. They enter the crime scene and we watch the cop doing everything not to do at a crime scene as he tries to explain what he thinks happened, even ending up on top of the victim with what's possibly the murder weapon as he finishes his story. The sheriff tells him to dismount the victim, asks why he's contaminating the crime scene and holding the possible murder weapon without gloves. She says this all way too calmly. Way
2: too casually. You would have been fired immediately if this was real life. Yeah,
1: she's like, guess who is the first victim when we go back to send this to the lab? Yeah.
0: He's like, oh, well, uh, what kind of shoes you wear? Oh, was a different <laughs> pair of shoes? Because he steps into the blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we set it right up that uh, Doyle is just a complete doofus and uh, Sheriff Kate, yeah, is just like, It's all serious. Yeah. business.
1: I don't even know how Doyle has this job. Because she looks at him like... Because
0: he wrote the uh... movie. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, but yeah, how does he have the job? Like, you know, he does something later on that literally is the only reason why all this shit happens anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's really problematic. Everything he has done throughout the whole film is really bad. Actually, now that you mention it, I feel like a lot of B-movies have this trope of a cop character. There's the one dopey one that doesn't know what they're doing.
0: I mean, it clearly has to be a plan where it's like, Dewey in Scream, Scream yeah. in that first movie is the inexperienced like cop.
2: Yeah. yeah. We recently watched Scary Movie for Patreon. Oh. And Doofy <laughs> is literally
0: I was convinced, not too long ago, Salemit, that I thought it was David Arquette for both roles.
2: Yes.
1: Really? Because
0: he looks so... Doofy looks so much
1: like Dewey. I always thought that in Scream, eventually Dewey, Dewey becomes is a the killer. killer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but because Scary Movie was so, like, ingrained into the early 2000s, I feel like you always saw it.
1: Yeah. She takes her turn to guess what happened and says there was only one attacker. It was already in the room since there's no sign of forced entry or struggle. They review her face and notice it's all slashed up and the deputy asks if it's a Halloween thing. She says possibly and asks for an ID. He says they didn't find one and she follows up if he asks the front desk but the deputy's like oh he speaks in another dialect that I don't understand but I'll try again. She stays behind and she says she hates Halloween in a very dramatic way. She's like I hate Halloween. I love just what they were going for in the dramatic parts of it. i I don't like how the music kind of like takes you out of each moment though. Like, I feel like if the music had been kind of selected a little different, this could have worked a little more than than it did.
0: Yeah, it hit the beat of like knowing that like she was important to this, and like these aren't just cops we get, you know. So I yeah. Get
1: that. yeah, yeah, the use of music is so weird. Like even in the montage of here are the killers and this is what they do, it's like the super blaring upbeat metal like rock yeah. music, and it's just like boo doo do It makes it feel more like an action movie than a horror.
0: Yeah, but I do like the. Cho- of songs for the intro credit like as a just the way I love when movies do the like the type roll up like that like kind of like the type here's kind of like the conjuring but yeah. it's that like that heavy bass song pop so that works there but yeah there's there's some odd choices here like I always thought the what the killers were revealed at least that metal type music or what they were going for was more to me just set that tone of like don't take this like too seriously, <laughs> seriously. with these <laughs> guys like we're setting things up so you want to watch kills mm-hmm. not the people but I totally get that because like the tone shifts are a little yeah the peaks and valleys it'll be like someone
1: literally just got murdered then it's just like the super melancholy like TV show music when Morgan and Laurie are like oh I hope we get the third date but then like two (laughs) seconds later it's super dramatic music again (laughs) yeah we meet Morgan eating a hot dog outside a restaurant as he walks back and forth talking to himself through asking a girl out meanwhile we hear a couple having the loudest sex like banging on the walls it's like when he's asking himself questions it's almost like they're answering answering it don't
0: stop who has sex in a diner especially like where you work
1: it's a small town I feel like uh, and they're just, like we well know
0: I think I figured it out finally I think they're supposed to be like post grad like or like right in, in college at minimum okay post college and like that point too like who's that like <laughs> yeah especially with like assumably like their boyfriend girlfriend for like a decent amount of time
1: yeah, yeah. it plays into their characters though I, I like these characters like they're crazy and they're probably they the worst like they're the worst personalities ever but i like them because they match yeah the, the, yeah the
0: actors play it great and i know that all their sex scenes were all supposed to be like make it more crazy and dramatic than the pool scene in showgirls i don't know if you guys <laughs> like have ever seen that where it's like super like dumb and wild and i think every time we heard them they were supposed to be like that ramped up
2: <laughs> just the screaming the, the lick my tits lick my, lick my tits i was like what <laughs> like does anyone actually say that oh
1: man we'll get to it Too, but the sex scene later when it's like they're already doing it but when you could see them she's like up on top of his shoulders (laughs) i uh i
0: hate that i'm like i have a fun fact because like i listened to the thing it's all i can remember now that one like yeah she christina the sexually hillary clinton which is (laughs) aged horribly she she like choreographed that whole thing for them because the director (laughs) was like it was my first sex scene to shoot and i was just very like timid and nervous you know in trying to be respectful and all this but it's in the script and apparently she was like the one to be like no no no, this is how we want it this is and i was like okay so like i get the over dramatics and that makes sense
1: that's fun though because she's like i mean it almost sounds like christina told the director like no fucking get out of here you idiot i'm gonna do it i'm Uh, gonna
2: do (laughs) it
0: the quote he said was she said the guy the jock kept the blocking like the boob shots and stuff and the quote she said to him was oh just say like tits out if that's what you want i guess that actress was just like (laughs) game and used to it and i was like oh that, that is an interesting fact of like because it it fits the movie but it doesn't it's just like oh okay we're doing this now and it foreshadows her death too
1: yeah <laughs> awkward when you hear that like these scenes are forced on people yeah so it's kind of yeah. cool to hear the other side where she's like no 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 let's i it. got like, this, this. yeah you that's I mean, you weren't you didn't want tits out but i'm gonna give them anyway. <laughs> yeah that's why
0: that was like cool like it, yeah i'd always hate hearing stories of like yeah so we just yeah we were casted for this yeah. reason it's like oh it's gross
1: you can't even get through his own thoughts and goes inside to find the couple Christina and Jason coming out of the storage closet we meet Laurie dressed in a bumblebee costume who says his favorite customer is waiting as she hands him the food to serve
0: I think I heard that bumblebee they were like originally written for her to be one of those corny or bigger like ones that are more like for children uh, oh that's funny but they're like oh you have to do action stunts so this is gonna yeah. be really
1: impractical <laughs> she stays behind and watches with Christina who tells her she needs to give it up eventually she says she should do it with Morgan since he seems like he'd be gentle and need even be down for cuddling after. We see an old man talking shit about the food and asks Morgan who he's supposed to be anyway. He says he's Doctor Who and we get a tired Doctor what joke. I've... Done that who's
0: on first joke. It's a classic who's on first joke. And unfortunately, I've had that con- like years ago with, with my dad. Because uh, my wife used to be a big Doctor Who fan. I was like, oh, she likes Doctor Who. And he was like, Doctor what? And I was like, no, it's the name. And it only lasted to that. But it was like, uh, it's such an easy joke. But
1: it does yeah.
2: happen.
1: <laughs> Morgan says he's going to take it back to the kitchen. And we meet a Hispanic guy, Gerardo, who says he's machete. Jason says he looks like Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite if he Not was into a bondage. Racist. Yeah, this is so racist. So this is what I was saying. It's like, there are jokes in here. That's like,
0: yeah. God. And I think they, the actor who played Machete, who I've seen in a ton of things, he was in Eastbound and Down. I think he ad-libbed a lot of his lines. That's like fun. a lot of people did that, but that one, you don't need the Pedro reference in there. He could just be Machete.
1: Yeah. Gerardo asks him what he's supposed to be. Jason has a letterman jacket on and says he's dressed like a real superhero himself. What a loser. Yeah. What a freaking <laughs> asshole. Cause the
0: guy, the doctor who makes the joke about, um, about, inter- yeah. And, <laughs> Intermural like football, and then we go, Okay, they're like post college. But I was like, I'm sorry, anyone listening, sorry if you do that. Anyone who wears a loaderman jacket post like high school, you're like, <laughs> Come on, man, it's you don't play anymore.
1: Yeah, Morgan says he has a peace offering and brings the old man's plate saying it needs the Charlie special. We get a waiting joke here you ever mm-hmm. seen the movie Waiting with oh Reynolds? yeah I love that movie so much
0: this is yeah. definitely they do the, the dandruff and shit in it yeah
1: it's, it's off screen they don't show it but like when Charlie is eating later you see like the goo in his food was this so is nasty. the grossest scene of the movie
2: it, the entire film yeah, yeah. I Every feel like in this movie a lot I felt like there was references and jokes to things that I was missing and his definitely. character was one of them <laughs> I
0: don't think he was a joke to anything I think he was just like here's this gross scene like I said that's my brain working yeah. that connection
1: the alternative to the news is the reporter mentions the Macon County Funhouse is opening tonight and has caused some controversy as some of the mazes are based on local urban legends. Lori says the families of the victims could still be around, and Christina gets excited at the thought of the ghosts of the cult being in the halls of the funhouse.
0: I don't know. I guess that, like, news thing was, like, fine insight, right? Yeah.
1: It sets the premise for the town being, like, well, is, is it tasteless? The one that it gives me the
0: vibe of, like, when you go to those fun houses, like, yeah. or those uh, haunted mazes, like, when you a group of friends, like, if it does have that feel and it's a very vibe movie for me.
1: Yeah.
2: It reminds me a lot of the scene in House of a Thousand Corpses where he's taking them through the attractions of like the local lore yeah. and that um Dr. Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it gives me that vibe.
1: If uh, you're interested in vinyls, they have the House of a Thousand Corpses on wax record. If you want to relive yeah. your trauma.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I'll buy some other
1: records. <laughs> <laughs> we got an awkward exchange between Lori and Morgan, who keeps trying to say they can go together. Lori walks off awkwardly to take out the trash and everyone makes fun of Morgan. Lori is being washed out back and gets jump scared by two dudes. The guys are friends, Mikey and Randall, dress as zombies and let the group know that Gerardo has taken them to the funhouse so they should come with. Gerardo's like... I don't have enough room. But they're like, no, like you drive a pickup, dude. It's fine. He's like, all right, fine, fine. I'll do it. But they have to write in the back because he has to keep the inside clean for Rosalina with a starry eyed look on his face. Yeah.
2: The character of him is just so conflicting to me.
1: <laughs> I love him because I-, I told Vivi, yeah, like, okay, we're Hispanic, right? And I was yeah. like, I find the jokes that are made about him problematic. I love that a Hispanic was at least chosen to be in this and jokes back. It- and jokes back. You're like yeah. he fights back and isn't yeah. letting himself be treated just like, He's just the token side character. His comic relief is also his own. Yeah. Sure.
2: I do hate, however, that every time, every time he's on screen, we get this like stereotypical like music. The music. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's
0: weird needle <laughs> drops of like, yeah, there's... I- you
1: <laughs> Guitar, acoustic. So, yeah. Like
2: I couldn't decide if I loved or hated what they were doing with this character. But I did end up really liking him because he was always just like, these white people crazy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, that was a great line. Um, it's funny, too, because he was like, apparently that in the pickup, apparently he was asking the director, like, why is no one sitting up front with me? This is weird. You yeah. know, like, why are... <laughs> and apparently it was just so they could get that exposition in the back. So he, uh, they put that girl, he was like, You, you want to save it for your like, for Rosalita? <laughs> yeah, no, he's a complete. Confla- I totally get what you're fucking because I always forget those. If the guitar needle drops weren't in there, it would make it a little less like, Yeah, no, we get the joke. He's, 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 he's Mexican.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're all convinced to go and write off while we see the old man waiting for his check. He's like, Where is, is anybody going to give me my check? But they've he's already walked like, checked in there. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> the inmates from earlier are at the fun house as Manuel says he's going to give them a tour of their new playground we meet the two guys in charge of the funhouse while one says maybe the news is right about it being in poor taste the owner is like the customers aren't going to give a shit and that the bad press is only hyping their place up more he even says that hashtag get killed in macon tonight is going wild on the socials they walk out and the guy starts sniffing until he's like weed and walks off (laughs) angrily Okay. (laughs) We see some actors dressed as every one of the inmates smoking a blunt until the last guy has taken it from him by Rocco who tosses it. The guy complains about it being expensive shit, but Rocco grabs his head and the guy just says he was done with it anyway. I thought he was going to kill the dude right away. I thought he was going
2: to make out with him the way he grabbed his head. (laughs) (laughs) He's very passionate.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you're expecting that first kill and then...
1: No. Rocco lets go and walks away while the remaining actors are pissed saying they were double booked. Bradford goes into the dental office remake and isn't impressed with the fake patient spewing blood. Jeffrey walks into the kitchen and is offended that the portions are all wrong and compares it to Cheesecake Factory. Walter enters a barn and says the tools they put out aren't even taxidermist tools. He's like so sad about it. He's so disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Manuel walks into the fire remake and says he has a new flock now. Dennis the boss shows up and yells at the cast when they hear Manuel over the intercom. Dennis runs to find who's on his mic while Manuel says all they wanted was their art to be seen by the world but they were shunned and now they want to profit off of what they fear. The actor who is supposed to play Quinn walks in on her and says she's supposed to be the Stitch Face killer tonight and that her makeup looks terrible. Bradford and Walter already have victims strapped down as they get to work while Manuel says they'll never be forgotten and become fuel for their nightmares forever. The clown who's supposed to be Rocco goes around looking for the actual Rocco, but he's surprised and gets his face grabbed and ripped off with his bare hands. (laughs) This is a cool kill. face off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like how the guy just runs around still alive. Actors Whoa take a really long time to get killed like Quinn obviously is about to kill the actor who is supposed mm-hmm. to be Stitch Face and we see Rocco rip the face off of this clown but we see them killed way later yes. after they're already doing other things Dennis walks in on Manuel yelling but he realizes he didn't hire him Manuel says he doesn't know him but he's sure he knows her and points at a photo of Dennis with Quinn Dennis says they were just fuck buddies
0: when he Manuel a photo of her. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> yeah.
1: I keep all my photos of my fuck buddies. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: at the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at the office.
0: This is one thing I do want to think that was like a little clever of the writing is to kind of layer in that like this long game, this whole place was set up
1: for the killers by Stitchface, and is like
2: a very elaborate plan.
0: Yeah,
1: Manuel has very prominent Joker vibes. Yeah, even the way his yeah. eyebrows are arched, and it's like his girl is plays yeah, yeah, that that actor.
2: Yeah. yeah, I made a comment before he right now confirms that that's his daughter i was like i don't know if she means like daddy in a sexual way or just or her
0: actual
1: dad well like
0: yeah like harley quinn would have said yeah Mm -hmm. Mr. J. Yeah.
1: Mr. J. Uh What does the shirt say now? It says Daddy's bad girl. Daddy's, Daddy's girl, Yeah, something and like Daddy's that. Monster. That's mm-hmm. what it Daddy's monster. Daddy's, yeah. Dennis gets spooked and says he might be mad that he couldn't keep his daughter under control, but that it's a big night for him. He gets interrupted by Manuel, who says the idea was never his, and that he and Quinn had been planning it for a long time. He was just a puppet to help them create the perfect place for their return. Rocco appears behind Dennis, wearing the clown's face, and slams the top of his head. Dennis gets up and says he's going to sue the shit out of them. <laughs> so even in, like, being <laughs> murdered... He's so he's still like, a ah, douche my business
0: ah oh, the businessman. i mean <laughs> no one's running these background checks on these fun house these uh <laughs> you know halloween like pop-up fun house places
1: yeah i actually used, i had a chance to be an actor at fright fest at six flags mm-hmm. but oh, dope. like even just the, the application process was an experience because i've never had to act and i had to like get in front of somebody in a room and they were like okay now act like a zombie and i was like Okay. <laughs> and I did my thing, yeah.
0: You're in. I love Six Flags Fair I would yeah. like to be an actor there.
1: I remember being a kid, and there was a specific Wolfman act. They had trampolines everywhere for something because this guy was jumping over walls. Oh, shit. Oh,
0: we went last winter, last fall, and it was weird. It was like different from when I went as a kid. It was. But it was like section different haunted houses, like yeah. attraction like this. You could go walk to or enjoy the park. Maybe because of COVID, they didn't have as many like actors walking around scaring oh. us, yeah. which was like nice for the, the chickens in the group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: At the police office, we see Sheriff Kate review news clippings of the Stitch Face Killer and notices all the victims' photos are like what they saw at the motel. Meanwhile, the group is in the back of Gerardo's car talking about the sh- shit face killer. Talking about the Stitch Face Killer, saying she used to stitch their eyeballs and mouths shut. Mikey says they've gone to look over at Statesville and know there are still prisoners there. The group's like, yeah, you're full of shit the entire time. We get introduced to Bob and Dave, who are talking about how annoying Halloween is because they get sent to cheesy haunted houses. They talk about getting into podcasts because radio is dead. Before they're interrupted. <laughs> (laughs) by Jeffrey dressed as a security guard. They notice he has skin hanging out of his mouth and watch him eat it disgustedly. They ask for where they need to bring their equipment and just walk off awkwardly and like gagging. We get a quick montage of everything at the funhouse as more and more people start showing up. Jeffrey is taking all their tickets and we see a guy on his phone walking, never taking a second to look up. So he's just, this is important. (laughs) We see groups of people going through the mazes when a kid gets killed by Walter. The group gets scared, but then starts laughing saying they're totally Instagramming this.
2: Totally.
0: Well, one of the few, like, lines that I'm like, ooh, it didn't even work in 2015. <laughs> no. Like, people just don't talk. Like... No. But I do like the sentiment because, like, I do think, like, if we're going to expect kills or fun, like, I don't think I'd pick up on that immediately, like, the violence immediately. No. No.
2: I did point out, um because the effects are so great in this film, the <laughs> yeah. funhouse, like, effects are as good as the actual kills, and I feel are like you... they should have maybe,
1: like, made the funhouse. you talking fun about house...
0: the thing Spinning,
1: no, just like in general, just the part where Bradford, the dentist, like goes and hits that button. Oh, yeah, and the dummy starts spewing blood. Like, that's the same type of effect, and they went all out for the dummies, even. Yeah,
0: I was (laughs) wondering, no, I was wondering that. I I was like, is there what's the difference? Was there a conversation of, yeah, was there a difference between like, well, we got to make the the funhouse effects? dumber and these ones but
1: like <laughs> it yeah. seems like they were just like but let's go not. all out of all great, it
0: yeah it's like just point.
2: consistent you're like is that a real kill is it not
1: i'd love it if i went to a fun house like this yeah
0: i think they got robert kurtzman and they were the, the film crew was just like we're going all out (laughs)
2: whatever you want to do yeah
0: (laughs) yeah there was one funny thing i did hear speaking of that apparently that you you were saying whatever you want to do kurtzman was like oh can my sons like be people who get killed i already have it'll save you money like uh i already have molds of their heads (laughs) and they were like yeah absolutely i love that he already had
1: molds of their heads yeah (laughs)
0: so definitely was allowed to probably do what he wanted or make suggestions.
1: That's awesome. They take a selfie with this dead kid's body while Walter watches and walks away in disbelief. I I hadn't caught that the first time, but Walter looks at them taking a selfie, and he's just like... "Uh." What and walks away like defeated. <laughs> they enter the classroom where Stitchface is and tell the kid to go first. He says he's not scared. When the lights shut off and in flash,es we see Stitchface kill him. The lights come back on as they wonder where the kid went, but say he's probably waiting outside and start yelling out more hashtags. It's like hashtag, hashtag, hashtag is way too long. I remember when that was a joke. I, I, do. Yeah, I do, I do mean, remember. remember when it was like yeah. funny to do hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. And it's hashtags. like you wouldn't
2: write your caption. You would write your caption in the hashtags, and they yeah. were so specific. <laughs>
1: yeah, the main group is in line to get in when Gerardo walks off on his phone. It looks like Rosalina will be off in 40 minutes and the group asks where he's going. He says the place is too scary for him and that only white people like this shit.
0: As a resident white person, I do like when the guy looks behind and goes, there are a lot of white people. (laughs) And they are in Ohio.
1: Back at the police station, the deputy is playing a shooting game on an NES and gets pranked called by someone acting like their friend was killed at the funhouse. The deputy gets made fun of when he tries to go off on them and decides he's just not going to answer the phone anymore for the rest of the night. He even takes the phone off the hook.
2: Great cop work
1: yeah and that's
0: the catalyst for why all this shit goes on for so long
1: (laughs) the group of friends walk through a maze and see the clown missing his face they just watch as Rocco breaks his neck and laugh it off saying they suck at acting they see a ton of bodies leading up to Bradford's dental office and are like I feel like they might be real Jason starts recording every time someone gets murdered I think this
2: is where he says I'm gonna make a vine Yeah, Yeah.
0: I feel like they were like your resident like stoner movie nerds and I'm like "I I get those two guys yeah I'd be like, oh, cool, cool effects.
1: Yeah, Walter's literally ripping a person apart and pulling intestines out. And Randall even tells Mikey to go grab some of it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why? Why would you go grab some? (laughs) They make it into the high school section and notice a window leading into the classroom. Randall and Mikey stay behind and notice Quinn slitting the throat of the actor as she screams for help. They're like, it looks so real. While Jason comes back saying Quinn looks hot. They all make it out. And Jason and Christina decide it's time to find a bathroom to fuck.
2: 'Cause you know it's been an hour. Yeah,
0: that's it's so again for the movie, but it's one of those things I'm just like Are they, they mean, in high I school? Get, yeah. I mean, like I get pretty horny, but like not that horny. Yeah. yeah, there's a recovery period. Yeah, yeah. where it's like, ah oh, we I mean, we got we got we we share a house like, We must have homes. They're just so horny, <laughs> these two characters. Well,
1: good for them though, I guess. Good for I them. I mean, I guess yeah, it works yeah. out. They're both into it. Heavy appetite. <laughs> Heavy appetite. <laughs> Lori and Morgan are left behind alone and walk off together awkwardly. Let's just set the premise that the entire movie, it's like, they're trying to push the Lori Morgan relationship. And Lori mm-hmm. keeps being like, I'm not a virgin. You fucking assholes. I don't. Yeah, I don't Lori's know.
0: definitely, yeah. Lori's just kind of very feels like make a move. Like she has that, like, I'm a sweet girl, but like make a move. And Morgan's yeah. like, I don't know, man, like trying too hard. Yeah. yeah.
1: He keeps missing because he's trying so hard where Lori's like, literally like sending signals. Like, dude, like you really don't <laughs> have to try that. Hard. Cause
0: before yeah. this, there was the banter. They were like, well, I'll stay here at the diner and she's like okay like we can hang out alone and Morgan's like oh no we should go with you like I don't know like and she's like what would be so about hanging out together
1: yeah she's like i didn't i didn't say no and (laughs)
2: this would make sense if they were high schoolers but like they're no they're a little post-college yeah yeah
0: post-college too like but you know i guess everyone blossoms yeah and i i like really do like like i do think these characters would all make sense if they were in high school Mm -hmm. if we just did high schoolers or like freshman in college but i do like like renee dorian playing like who wrote the movie like she does really well as laurie and i do like her character so i'm like cool i like you in this role instead Mm -hmm. of it just being like you know the kids playing like teenagers
1: right yeah morgan i feel like maybe took a lot of inspiration even from nick from new girl and oh yeah. It, and yeah. You look yeah. at him. And you're like, "Oh, this is totally so, this is totally his like vibe. the cat." Yeah. yeah. Similar vibes. San
0: minus the earring.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and he even looks like him. I believe the guy's name is something Angel. Matt Angel is that his name?
0: Yeah. He don't have a Wikipedia. I have the thing to my right. He don't have a Wikipedia. Okay, so they would have been around our, or at least Matt Angel would have been
1: our age. A couple of these actors are in a bunch of other stuff. The guy who plays Jason yeah. was in Pretty Little Liars. They're really? all
2: in like a ton of projects.
0: Yeah. I think one of the two Stoners was a Disney Channel stuff
2: yes. like. Kid. Yes, he was in Victorious. So I like yes. pointed him out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I recognized him immediately. I was like, this guy looks too familiar.
2: Yeah, he's a child actor.
1: Good for him. <laughs> yeah, no, there's
0: they, it has a really good cast of characters, but you're right. They set up everyone with context. There's this like not even a will they won't they. It's just like they're the love interests we're centered around.
1: Yeah, and we just get several scattered scenes of them being awkward with each other throughout uh, the whole So game. awkward. Yeah. yeah. At least it's a tight like ninety. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Next we see Rocco go into the front closing and locking the gates to the park so that no one escapes. In the car Gerardo is on the phone with Rosalina who tells him she's going to get out late. They have this very like super sensual like oh, I love you with what time are you going to get out, baby? They even talk in Spanish. It's so then romantic. she starts yelling at him. Yeah. <laughs> they, end up, they end the call angrily. He pulls out a flask and listens to music. I'm surprised. Okay. With the guitar music that they keep playing every time he's in the camera. I'm surprised they didn't have him listening to Manda. Uh,
2: yeah. That's yeah. what I mean about his character being like, he's accurate, but then like the people around him make jokes that are offensive. Yeah.
1: In the bathroom, Christina and Jason crazy ass sex. That's all I wrote. What?
2: yep i mean yeah that's all that happens
1: (laughs) in the bathroom christina and jason have crazy ass sex but are particular about the bathroom being gross her bra falls to the floor so she's like i'm not putting that back on so jason throws it over the stall and we see that quinn was waiting for them
2: she was watching the whole time
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, it was like a little kid like watching like peeping tomming like that was like the
2: the vibe
0: and she's (laughs) dirt like she's a dirty fucking
1: character so i get it yeah Mm -hmm. she's like all right i'm gonna kill them but let me just watch this let me see how this goes Yeah. Yeah. She watches through the stall door and we cut back to the deputy getting a real call from the funhouse. Back in the bathroom, Christina stays behind to freshen up while we pan back to Lori and Morgan being awkward. While they're talking, a man in the background runs around screaming as he's missing an arm and screaming in pain. Lori is just like, wait, what? What happened? But then they go back to talking, yeah. Everyone meets back up with them except for Christina, who's confronted by Quinn. Christina starts making fun of her for holding a knife, asking if the bathroom is in a safe zone from the freak show. She tries walking away when Quinn slashes her face and they have an all-out battle. Christina almost drowns Quinn in the toilet until finally Quinn pushes Christina up against the hook in the bathroom stall that comes out the front of her neck.
2: So I love this scene. I love <laughs> that Christina's just as fucking crazy as Queen. Yeah. yeah. She's very casual about that cut on her face though. No she's what like you cut that. my face. So, yeah.
1: And that's what makes her attack.
2: I Like it was so deep though I think I'd be like oh my god I'm already dead. But <laughs> she like deserved to kill her. She deserved to kill her. It was like a fluke that she didn't win.
1: It'd have been cool if Christina like stayed till the end and was like the one just murdering everybody because she's just like inconvenience she's like i'm waiting to have sex again and you've ruined it <laughs> you've yeah. ruined my
2: schedule of sex three times a night at least
0: <laughs> they, they do a fake out and like and morgan and Lori are the ones to die in those scenarios and then the others are gonna make it to the end
1: yeah <laughs> right. <laughs> quinn watches her suffer and then just kisses her on the lips yeah and
2: again it was like heavily foreshadowed that someone was gonna die by that like bathroom hug
1: yeah at the motel sheriff kate shows back up and notices the sticky notes and newspaper clippings on the wall she She gets a call from the news saying that Quinn was a freelancer and was interested in the asylum in town. Kate calls the deputy and he doesn't answer. Meanwhile, the group of friends realize Christina's been gone for a while and notice Quinn walking away carrying Christina's body. They all split up when they enter the maze again, and Morgan's left alone in a dark projector room until Laurie finds him. They enter the classroom, and more bodies are sitting at the desks. Christina is propped up at a desk with a dunce hat, and Jason loses it. They hear someone mumbling as a person rips the wire on their mouth and tries to scream, but it's cut short when Quinn comes out of nowhere and throws a knife at the back of her head.
2: This was a cool scene. I do like the the effect of it, like ripping her lip. (sighs) Yeah. Just for her to die anyways. It's so yeah.
0: That's gruff. Oh, it is.
1: Jason tries to run at her, but they drag him away as Quinn says there's no talking in class. When they make it outside, they see Mikey and Randall eating as they say they were looking for Christina. Jason gets pissed because he's like, no, you weren't. And Morgan yells that things are seriously fucked up. They're confused when they notice Rocco come around the corner. Randall says this weird thing about the fear of clowns being the subverting of what used to be a happy childhood memory and is about to say this clown is pretty cool yeah. when Rocco just lifts him up and throws him at the ground so hard he dies
2: way to get really deep out of nowhere
1: yeah it doesn't match anything <laughs> It's
0: the, uh, the stoner mentality
2: <laughs> of it. it is <laughs> yeah
1: they all run and make it around Rocco. At the police station, Kate walks in on Deputy Doyle, who's handcuffed himself to his chair because he's just so bored. She's confused why he hasn't been answering and why the phone is off the hook, but tells him to gear up because they're going to the funhouse. At the funhouse, we watch the group run from Rocco. Mikey stupidly, this death is so stupid. Mikey stupidly trips on a random person's yes. foot. It doesn't even look like the person would have caused him the trip. He like no, purposely no, no. kicked the he person's foot. He went out of his way to now. trip
2: on this person.
1: Rocco, for some reason, also chooses to ignore other other person in sight and just go straight for mikey he even bumps into the guy from earlier who he said doesn't look up from his phone did you notice that yeah mikey's acting like he broke his ankle and lays his head perfectly centered on one of those test your strength hammer games he
2: just sets up his own
1: death perfectly
0: it's like they have an idea for a kill and it's like (laughs) we just gotta get that head on that thing no matter what yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> rocco grabs the mallet and destroys his head it's like one hit just split head open
0: so that's a really cool effect where they combine cg and practical oh nice. so they they smashed you know a fake head and then they imposed his face over it to make it it's seamless because it's like it's gnarly oh it it's
1: looks cr- crazy yeah when they zoom yeah. out and you can see his head laying on that thing his it's- head is in two halves
0: so Eric, you've been mentioning though a few times, like with editing being a little like delayed in some parts on this, and that's one of this watch because you know when we walk through podcasts, I feel like when you take notes, you like see a little things more intently mm-hmm. than I have the last dozen yeah. times I've seen this. Is his head? He like really positions it to be, yeah. And it's like it's just there a little second too long, where it's like you could have rolled out. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's too <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, yeah. They make it to the back fence and try to jump over when they realize it's electric. They decide to. Go under, and Morgan's the only one who makes it past because Rocco gets a hold of Jason and starts pushing his face into it. Lori jumps on Rocco to try and help Jason, but Rocco just pushes Jason's face so hard into it that it basically like presses into the lines because it's a chain link fence he rips his face apart like his eyes yeah i like that kill underneath. like swiss cheese <laughs> <laughs> laura yells for morgan to go get help as we see rocco follow her back into the fun house at his car gerardo is asleep when suddenly a girl jumps at his car covered in blood and wakes him up he screams for such a long time <laughs> and lowers his window and is like are you dead
0: <laughs> so that was the improv i <laughs> oh, said was <laughs> I love it he should have been the star
1: oh my god yeah I'd say he was i say oh, he yeah. stole the show yeah,
0: yeah. oh stole the show I meant like about him like I would just I kind of want to see his character walk through the whole movie
1: the spinoff film where he's just like saving people at random points of his life yeah <laughs> he didn't expect it but he just is surrounded by white people who put themselves <laughs> yeah, in weird situations
0: he's like yeah that's the John McLean <laughs> I want that's <laughs> the diehard I want <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> the deputy and Kate are at the asylum and notice all the bodies while Doyle keeps slipping Around and falling on the blood. Kate asks him about the prank calls when he says all they were saying was that people were being murdered at the funhouse. Whatever that means. Kate's like, "You're a fucking idiot," and starts running as he finally gets it. He's just a dope. Morgan makes it over a hill and sees the cops show up. He's happy to see them and starts running at them, but Deputy Doyle pulls his gun on him immediately and shoots him in the arm. Kate yells at Doyle, and Morgan tells him it's dangerous in the funhouse, but he didn't realize it was more dangerous out here. Doyle (laughs) Doyle says in his defense, he told him to stop running, and he just kept running. Morgan's like, I don't have a weapon. While Kate tends to his wound, which is only a graze. Kate asks, how many killers are in there when Morgan says five or six? She says, wow. We're going to need backup and hands Morgan a gun, like a civilian. A yeah, gun. It's... Yeah. <laughs> they hear a truck and all point their guns at it. When Gerardo gets off dramatically, he says he thought these hueros could use some help after all machete does the cutting as he pulls out a knife. Doyle asks if this is the real machete as Morgan looks back disappointed and Doyle's like, I- I've i never seen those films they're too violent for me so if- he
2: just shot a man for no reason <laughs>
1: but then later hesitates yeah. so many times
2: yeah yeah
0: cartoon just a yeah. cartoon i do love um the machete costume has like because he's a chef has just has the kitchenware yeah it's like the ma- the wooden mouth, ma- the meat tenderizer <laughs> yeah. and like the smallest kitchen knife
1: yeah <laughs> Lori walks in on Bradford, the dentist, trying to kill Dennis' assistant. She hits him over the back of the head with a gas sink, and he turns around, quickly pushing her against the wall and analyzing her teeth, which I think is cool. It's like spot on for the character. The guy comes out of nowhere and stabs him in the ear with one of his tools, but Bradford isn't impressed and starts choking him. He's like, one patient at a time. This is when Lori thinks quickly and hits him in the side of the head with a tray, causing the tool to go further into his head and killing him. She walks off with the guy as we cut back to the main stage.
2: I made this joke while we were watching it, but... If Titan has taught us anything, it's that an injury to the ear is a very fast way to kill yeah, someone.
1: Just don't get yourself thrown up on. Oh,
2: yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> I got hit in the ear when I paintballed once. <laughs> and the- and it, it went past the mask. Oh, it was like the worst pain ever. Oh so I can God. only imagine in the year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that sucks. Yeah. One, one and done. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Never hey, well, again. Hey, well, is like one of those things that's like a lot more fun when you're younger and don't give a shit. But the older you get <laughs> when you're, you're old like, yeah, and everything hurts. I don't want to choose pain.
0: <laughs> no, I'm good. I got bad <laughs> knees. Yeah.
1: Bob and Dave are talking while Manuel approaches from behind Bob and breaks his neck. The crowd cheers while Dave tries to joke about it. Manuel takes the mic and says he hates radio DJs and shoves the mic into Dave's mouth, killing him as well. The crowd cheers as Manuel says they're at the special portion of the evening. We see more and more dead bodies as the deputy tries to joke around until Kate tells him if he says one more thing, she'll shoot him herself. She should have shot him when he started shooting at civilians. She
2: waits way too long.
1: Laurie and the assistant turn the corner in a maze and get scared by a clown. She reacts quickly and kicks him in the balls. He screams and asks why she would do that, and she asks him if he has any idea what's even going on. They walk off together as Manuel continues continues saying that the crowd is full of sick individuals. The crowd cheers as he says it's all been real and they've really been killing people all evening. He ramps them up asking if they don't believe him and the people are like nah no way. Kate sees Manuel and Quinn and gets flashbacks to the fire. We see Quinn as a young girl but also Kate as Manuel tells her to relax. Manuel says it's time for their final act and releases the killers on the crowd. They all start killing a bunch of people. Keep tells the group to help as many people as they can and goes off on her own.
2: Watch the scene over again and pay attention (laughs) to the people in the crowd. These actors are literally laughing as they are running. (laughs)
1: Vivi pointed that out and I stopped listening to anything that was being said because I was just like staring at the people in the back and it's true it's just oh I love that a mosh I pit love yeah
0: I love funny background actors because they're probably all the crew members
1: yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lady in the background who has like a fuzzy hat and she's just kind of like walking around aimlessly looking like, like where am I yeah.
0: I don't think anything ever will be in was it Halloween the last Halloween kills of the woman with the the iron, yes, which just I seems like a background actor prop of like grab something you have and showed up and it's like I'm ready. <laughs> oh god! Next time I give this a watch, I'm going to pay specifically attention to that crack because I believe that. 100%.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> the deputy says he guesses it's just us three amigos as Gerardo and Morgan just stare at him. The deputy says he didn't say that because he's racist. He said it because there's just three of them and that he has plenty of Mexican friends and a couple of black friends, too. Woof.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so unnecessary.
1: Yeah, like only white people would make these jokes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I, I I'm sorry I hope Joe. I wouldn't make th- I hope I wouldn't make them, but you guys could judge me on your own accord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we see more killings in the crowd, including a scene of a kid getting his head pulled off by Rocco. Lori and the other two make it out of the maze when the clown decides to leave them behind after watching Quinn saw a girl's neck off with a knife.
2: I think I would also leave them
0: behind. Like you're good. I just love the amount of kills they cram in. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you're not watching it for the acting and like the story, just watch it purely for like the fun they had with all the special effects. I'd also leave though because Quinn used two people's heads as, like, pom-poms and, like, runs around and dances with them. <laughs> it's chaotic. Yeah. This is probably, like, the version of Harley Quinn that we've never seen on screen that we should probably see. This is
0: the Harley Quinn that would be a real-life Harley Quinn. The mm. amount of, like, way she's supposed to be, like, unhinged.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is scary. Like, this is probably more scary than anything yeah. we'll ever get in DC. Oh, yeah. For
2: if, <laughs>
0: it, It's wild. If this movie was a... You know, it's not popular at all, right? Like, we had to tell people and what it is. But if it was popular, like, Stitch Face would be, like, a popular popular con costume.
2: Oh, yeah. She would, yeah. She yeah. might be at, like, horror conventions.
0: Maybe, but it seems, like, so perfect to, like, wear to a con. Just, like, yeah. white face, corset, with a little, uh... Blood. red yeah. on <laughs> your nose. <Yeah. laughs>
1: I feel like this is one of those things where there's a character that's a fan favorite. Because I think Quinn is probably my favorite of all of these people. We had it happen with VHS, where Siren was a result of VHS, because people loved that first character so much in the first VHS. Where if Quinn had a spinoff film, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. It's,
2: it reminds me of, uh, and I haven't seen these movies, so... I may be wrong, but how All Hallows Eve brought about Terrifier. Yes.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. So let's get some more Stitch Face, whoever's listening. Okay? <laughs> I'm down. Morgan and the others are helping people get out from under the fence when they see Rocco with a mallet approaching. Doyle fires at him and misses until his gun is out of ammo. Morgan says he's so bad at shooting and pulls the gun up to Rocco, but before he can shoot, Laurie comes around the corner with the injured guy and screams, causing Morgan to turn and shoot the guy. So bad. Laurie <laughs> <laughs> and Morgan are like, holy shit, as Rocco hits Doyle in the side with the mallet causing him and Morgan to fall. Rocco is about to bring the mallet down on them when Gerardo saves them by stabbing him in the back. They all run off and make it away. They walk through a graveyard area and make it to Walter's taxidermy shed. Dolo points his gun at him, but Walter tries talking him out of it. Like he's like, Oh, is this my friend? I found I him to like this. Him a, a good position to die in. And Dole puts his gun down, but Lori's like, You can shoot him. I like how
2: now he needs permission. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. You shot quick, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: the real horror of this yeah. movie.
1: Dolor shoots him and we get a few moments of him just puking afterward. It's it's the longest scene of them just watching him puke because he's like, I've never shot somebody. Yes you have. You shot Morgan like five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Dole says they need to give him a minute when Lori says they can be selfish and save themselves or fight back and help the people who are still left. You were like, fuck no. No,
2: fuck <laughs> no. As soon as she said that, I was like, what is wrong with you? Get out of there.
0: Yeah, her. Get out of there.
1: Yeah. Dole says it's a good plan and takes a head count of which killers are left. They all split up to take a killer on themselves. But before they do, Morgan takes a chance to kiss Lori and says they need to survive to go on a third date. Okay. I get the second one entirely. This whole third date joke happens because earlier they're talking about sex so much because of christina and jason that Lori's like i don't really start talking about sex till the third date and morgan's like so uh when are we getting to that third date
0: <laughs> they should have banged in honor of morgan and jason they
2: really should have right yeah
1: i'm sure that uh, the writer would have loved that too and would have talked or- them through it yeah christina <laughs> and jason sorry <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah they should have like off screen be like oh that was great we got it out of the way and then continue with the killing screen
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. They make it out to the courtyard, see Jeffrey running by, and chase after. Meanwhile, Kate comes up to Manuel from behind with a gun to his head. Quinn yells for him in panic, but Manuel says the gun's just for show. He says they go way back and that she's just pissed about her mother. Kate shoots him immediately and Quinn throws a knife, but it just hits Dave in the chest. Dave, the DJ guy. Manuel fights back, causing Kate to let go, and they go on the chase. Quinn chases after followed by Lori. is left on his own and faces off with Rocco. He's like, I knew it was going to be me who had to face him. (laughs) Gerardo and Morgan fight Jeffrey in the kitchen while Kate confronts Manuel in the fire portion of the maze. He says he thought they lost her in the fire. She looks so much like her mother. She starts putting her gun down, but tells him to relax as it's only death and shoots him in the head. This is something that he said to her when she watched her mother burst mm-hmm. into flames.
2: We also get the dramatic reveal of, like, Dad, it's only death. It's like we knew. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> we figured it out.
2: Yeah. It's a good
0: tie in for, like, I think you said earlier, it feels like a lot of like filling to like get to the kills and like, it's like, okay, you, you tied it in a little bit with mm-hmm. what but she doesn't line. And then that, that end scene, refresh my memory, happens in the tunnel right yeah the spin tunnel
1: it's supposed to be like the reenactment of the fire in the building
0: yeah the one thing i thought was neat was that spin tunnel that neon that was all just at that fun house
1: it was already oh, there. The,
0: it was already there. And um it made a lot of people like feel pretty sick.
1: <laughs> Not just with all the murderous kills. No, no, just the yeah. motion sickness. Yeah. She shoots him in the head and it's like super dramatic. The music even changes and it's like boo and then like slow motion and there's a lot of like orchestra. But I appreciate nowhere,
2: this though, because it doesn't drag out the kill of no. the main villain.
1: Mm-hmm. Dead. I don't know where Quinn comes out yeah. and stabs her in the back just out of nowhere. Back in the kitchen Gerardo and Jeffrey continued the fight until finally they team up and shove Jeffrey's face onto a stove that actually works. I think Morgan even is like, why is this on? Why does it work? Morgan and Gerardo scream but then celebrate as they pull Jeffrey's face off the stove. They're disgusted and freak out and this is the part where I was saying that Gerardo's just like, fuck motherfucker, son of a bitch.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That was the most realistic part of the movie of the reaction of like. Oh
1: yeah, we just
2: killed someone. Yeah, like what the fuck?
1: Because they're celebrating and they're just like
2: yeah
0: yeah because usually like horror movies like it's like they've never done anything they're a 17 year old kids and then they're like yeah i knew how to shoot a shotgun i killed that person
1: it's like i'd be like what the fuck (laughs) yes he just blew this person's face off in front of me yeah Yeah.
0: freddy krueger didn't look like this
1: (laughs) dole faces off with Rocco and tries talking him out of it he's like for someone who would wear someone else's face on their own face you seem like a reasonable guy. Rocco's about <laughs> to swing, though, and Del shoots him. Lori joins the fight between Kate and Quinn, but is easily thrown aside as Kate and Quinn just stab each other while Kate says they'll have a family reunion in hell.
2: I thought it was a good line. Oh, did you? Yeah, I mean, this whole vibe of the movie is that.
1: Yeah, it's quite, it's cheese. Yeah, It's better than the Kate Beckinsale, like, it's better that you don't murder somebody and tell them the whole plan. Oh, yeah, and Van Helsing.
0: Yeah, you guys covered Van Helsing, and (laughs) I've been meaning to watch it since I listened to your episode. (laughs) Yeah, that's a corn, that's a (laughs) cornball. Yeah, it's it's a good cheesy line. Like, I feel like it fits the moment.
1: (laughs) Doyle makes it to see Kate die and runs out pissed. Suddenly the drama factor in this whole movie just like gets put to a 10, right? Like,
2: yeah, suddenly mm -hmm. Doyle's like a hero
1: and is like so upset about everything. And he's just like, I'm pissed about Kate's murder Mm -hmm. and it's is done with all the jokiness.
2: Yeah, but the thing
0: with Doyle is, even if he's dead, like he still shouldn't get her job. Like he's he's terrible. He's yeah. really bad at his job. <laughs> yeah. Like really bad.
1: I'm also surprised that they're the only two cops in the entire town because that giant for facility was, for two yeah, cops yeah. Like, like...
0: for a town that uh, also like is hosting a funhouse that like that size like that has to have more that has to have a, a, a full police department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: People... Was there no security at this place?
1: No security was Jeffrey remember? Oh yes. yes. <laughs> it's the next morning. So they waited till the next morning for all these other cops to show up. Oh, or at least gosh. it was that late is what we're supposed to get. More cops show up. They're just like coming in with all their cars and guns. There's not a single minority in the cop force either. It's just all bald white men.
0: <laughs> so I chalked that up to like Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I imagined.
1: Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. The group makes it out as the cops point their guns at them, but Doral tells them to put their guns down. Morgan jokes about them surviving saying, "What are the odds?" As Rocco shows up behind him, lifts him up and kills. And breaking his back Batman style. We did mention yeah. this earlier. Dole yells out, Get down! and they drop to the floor while Rocco yells. The cops just stare at him when Dole's like, "Shoot him, you fucking idiots!" (laughs) We get a super slow mo of these cops shooting Rocco dramatically. It's like it's all just a bunch of men just like unloading clips. We even (laughs) see a guy reload.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's thick.
1: Dole takes a shotgun and goes up to Rocco, still dramatically, and shoots him at point blank. We even see the blood splash back. No like comedy at all. Just serious face from Dole.
0: He's matured.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Took one murder of the only other person in the police
0: police force shooting at a (laughs) civilian murder of your police officer and a dozen murders around you to mature you
1: i mean that will do it i mean he jokes about dead people though earlier they passed that carnival area there's a bunch of dead people over the counters and he's just like oh i love this game yeah ignoring the dead bodies (laughs) yeah he's the worst next we see gerardo on his phone explaining where he was to rosalina the whole time and the guy who was on his phone also walks out of the park still looking down at his phone just walking around like oh that was cool yeah
2: Doyle's was exactly. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I laughed so hard at this. It's age. a
0: good gag. And uh, this is the one piece of trivia I wanted to save for now is because like I said, I listened to this fucking talk about this movie all day today. It was uh, the screenwriters, the, the married couple, Doyle and Lori, I think her like brother or something like that, she said, suggested that joke be in the mood, <laughs> that there should just be a guy walking around on his phone. And, and I fine. was like, it, yeah, it wasn't in their script. It was like a Family friend, or something like that, or a brother.
1: It totally would happen, though. It would. Oh. <laughs> this is
2: I, what happens when you mind your own business, yeah. you survive. I just... <laughs>
0: phone blah 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 today for maybe a couple tiktoks flop around just you know some
2: tweets you're fine some Tweets.
1: yeah right. you're just on the discord talking about how lame this place is <laughs> yeah.
0: listen i'm downloading the discord on my phone
1: right now okay we see Lori being treated in an ambulance as paramedics bring in kate's body it's also not subtle at all not it's subtle. clearly that a face has been put onto the body
2: it is so mm-hmm. silence of the lambs yeah. obvious oh yeah
0: it's a Clear
1: reference. Yeah. (laughs) The ambulance drives off, and we see a knife coming out of the sleeve as Laurie screams. Credits roll, and we see a mid credit scene of Quinn coming out and ripping Kate's face off. She walks off happily, and the credits continue.
0: It's funny, too, because, like, I think when I first saw it, I wasn't expecting the end tag, right? Not not the Rocco at the end, like the mid credit. Um, I was like, Oh, they, they survived and it happened and I don't know why, maybe I was naive, but I was like and then I was like, Oh, she's still out there, like she killed her. <laughs> and whenever I like a character, like I said earlier, like I liked her character a lot. I was like, oh, she's dead now. But, like, this is the movie I went to go see. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. It, it'd have been cool to see, like, Lori come above it. And then maybe, like, at the end, the end credits scene would be, like, no, Lori just survived. Yeah.
0: No, Stitch Face definitely killed her and everyone. Or it should have been Christina.
1: Path. Just, like, whole ass other turn. Yeah. Have Christina come out and be the one. And she's, she's crazy now <laughs> because of everything she
2: went through. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This movie's fun, though. This movie's fun. Yeah. It is fun. Do you want to talk about what you thought about it, Joe?
0: Yeah, so, yeah, I think I've revealed my hand a lot. <laughs> I really, I really, um, I loved our conversation, but, I yeah, I really love this movie. Even with all its warts and all, it sets that perfect vibe for me and tone of Halloween. Like, it's becoming that rotation of, like, you know, this like the October time of, like, okay, let's put Halloween on, let's put Trick or Treat on. And I've, I've last several years, started including this into it. So uh, yeah, I just really love this movie.
2: I think this is just a good, fun, dumb B movie that you yeah. could just throw on and make fun of and enjoy some good kills. It's not groundbreaking. The characters are fun and stereotypical, but it, it's just a fun time.
0: I, yeah, the way I guess I put it, it's a great, why I do like it a lot too is because you said the funness of it and not take seriously. It's what I like to call a good beer movie. Like, yeah. it's a movie where, like, if you guys were over or whatever, we're hanging out and be like, oh, this is a good one to put on. We can put on the background, hang out, have a couple drinks, maybe, you know, talk, do whatever. But, like, I don't need to pay attention. And uh, sometimes it's the most fun.
1: Right. Yeah, and I think that the kills are all super fun. Like, if you like that stuff and you're just like, I feel like that's why people like the new Texas Chainsaw. It's not that the movie was, like, crazy good or, like, groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, yeah, if you're here for slasher's sake, come watch uh, this. Yeah.
0: I don't know if this is a a hot take or anything i wish the new texas chainsaw massacre just maybe not so much of the comedy of this movie but just took the tone of this movie through and through
2: similar Which to is the, the, the sequel yeah
1: yeah you were in this like oh shit people are getting killed out of nowhere but there's still some like dark comedy in it, yeah yeah some levity
2: yeah, I feel like we've ended a lot of reviews lately with it's just a fun movie, but we've just been watching kind of like B-roll movies not so yeah, much for the content just a good time.
1: Yeah, those are the best ones to review. Yes. Yeah.
0: I know I like I've liked the podcast. I like what I've done and when we could good dive deep into like, it was fun and we could talk about it and like, so yeah I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Especially yeah. today when uh, Eric replied in his di- the Discord of like and we have thoughts and I was like, oh no. <laughs>
1: God. I, I thought that might scare you. I thought you were going to be like, oh no, we're going to go on and Eric's going to just, BB two are going to rip it apart. And no. see what I mean, if you ripped it this. apart,
0: if you ripped it apart, that would be a blast too. Because, yeah. Because like... I love different opinions. <laughs>
1: Ripping apart a B-movie is kind of hard, right? Because it's kind of just like, well, what did you expect?
0: Yeah. Actually, I just did that with our friend's least favorite scary movie. What's your least favorite scary movie on? And they picked this movie called Among Friends. And it was like this. It was a lower budgeted B-movie of this. I didn't like it that much. Jesse loved it. And me and Travis completely <laughs> did not like, it. you know. And um, so I, I did my best recording to not rip it apart, but also let my feelings no
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's almost like too easy to rip up a b movie because you're just kind of like it's like what we did with beast bay road we went on there just being like yo like this is the stupidest movie we've ever seen but well, those are the funnest that. to
2: cover sometimes
1: oh it's ridiculously yeah. bad ridiculously it's so bad it's so bad yeah just check it out
0: beast of b road beast of
1: bray road yeah
0: bray road yeah I've, I've watched so many low budget bad like movies for fun you know just to rip on but i don't talk about them on camera so
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's different
2: gerardo and the dude on the phone best characters stole the show <laughs> Best character. yeah absolutely
1: yeah no this is great this is a great time
2: but what would you guys rate it
1: oh yeah i
0: would um so i'm gonna be high on this just it's uh like i said it's a fan favorite of mine i'm gonna put i put 8.4 i put on our notes 8.3 but i 8.4 after really talking about it it's 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 truly like a top uh, Halloween movie for me.
2: I'm not gonna be as nice as Joe. Sorry. No, please don't. (laughs) So it is fun, but it is a B movie. Effects definitely bring it up for me. So I'll give it a six out of ten. It's not the worst B movie I've seen for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Give it a six point five. It's definitely better. It's better than I expected. With movies of this style, it's just like all corn. This is being what it was, and like yeah, there's things that like steal the show for sure. Makes it fun. Yeah, give it a six point five. Cool. So I think that averages around like a seven something i'll do the math later
2: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> math later. i feel like that's where it really lies like i said like I, i'm bringing a lot of uh baggage to my rating <laughs> uh so i get it
2: do you want to talk about what scared loki about this film he was scared by something i think he didn't like the fun house type
1: noises that oh, were going on the wah. yeah and he just hates any kind of screaming and laughter
2: he just hates everything
1: he's like e- everything has to be sad unless i'm getting a treat then it's all laugh. <laughs> happy. yes fun and games
2: you want to tell us about it loki
1: Do you think he would like Harley Quinn? I don't know. He's insane. He'd probably be like, I know that you're busy over there cutting heads off, but uh, where are my treats? Yeah. Could <laughs> I get great. some of that? Oh, you know, no, you know who he'd like? It's Jeffrey.
2: Oh, because he's cutting up people? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, Loki wouldn't know that. Loki yeah. just engulfs anything that's given to him.
2: That's very Gerald's game. Have you seen Gerald's game? I
1: have. Yeah, yeah. where the
0: dog just is- eats
1: people. Yeah. That is a
0: little jealous game. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, we don't let him get ideas from those types of films. No, no, you guys are safe with your with <laughs> He's not allowed to see.
2: But thanks so much for being on with us. I know it's been chaotic trying to schedule this for both of us. Do you want to tell the people where they can find you?
0: Yeah, thank you so much, and uh, so happy we were able to do this. You can find me at uh, Chandango One on Twitter or Fly Over State of Fear, and you can catch our podcast um, uh the Fly Over State of Film uh, YouTube channel and. And on all podcast services
1: yeah thanks so much for jumping on this is like awesome i can't wait to have you back if you think of another film too that you yeah. want to watch and then one that we can actually come up with a cocktail for when we're not like scrambling yeah that's yeah, true absolutely. we owe you a cocktail I've...
0: okay <laughs> absolutely i owe you guys a ton of drinks so um yeah definitely can't wait
1: but
2: as always we hope you guys had a good time here with us you can follow us pretty much anywhere at shaken not scared pod except twitter twitter is shaken scared pod you can send us an email at shaken out at gmail.com
1: support the show on patreon you can get early access to episodes or a bonus episode and theme drink idea every Month every time we do this episode, I'm just gonna keep pushing the Discord because it's so much fun. We have everyone who we've ever had guests on the show over there, even Joe here, he's gonna figure it out. (laughs) Baby's also gonna figure it out. I am
2: gonna figure it out. Yes,
1: people keep adding her, and she's like. (laughs) hello one word answer. that's all I can
2: manage right now Well
1: yeah. <laughs> come hang out come tell us what you're watching what you're drinking what you are just doing that's creepy and listen wherever you get your podcast give us a follow check out our drink videos give them a like
2: be sure to like rate review all that good stuff and okay thanks bye bye
1: bye <laughs>